I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to episode 8 of the Ugly Pulp Odyssey. This week we're transported to the post-apocalyptic ruins of Australia as we review 2015's Mad Max Fury Road. We begin with some elitist beer chat before moving swiftly on to the plot where we discuss the immersive world that George Miller's created. We have a laugh about some of the characters' names and also the names of the vehicles that the writers have come up with. After that we'll give our ratings for the film which will shock no one and we'll finish off with a round of I'm Smarticus to see if Martin can hold on to his crown. As always, if you enjoy please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Thanks very much. Podcast officially starts when you hear the the, crack, the can getting cracked open, doesn't it? Oh, I've got some. Roscoe's in the house. All right, mate. Hello. It's just called Cold Town Beer. Well, I I've played in their place. It's a place in Edinburgh, I think. Is it? Oh, well, right. I don't know if it's oh, the well, brewery, but they've good. got they've got a um, they've got like a a venue type thing there. I think. Do you know that one, Ross? Uh, no. They've got a brewery, but they've also got like a place that's right at the end of the Royal Mail, like right underneath the castle. Right. That would make sense then, because my dad got it for a guy and he's working, he's for up back neck of the woods. So. Aye. So what is it then? What, what what kind of beer are we dealing with here? Just a lager? It's just, it's just, just called uh, Cold Town Lager, aye. <laughs> lager Cold beer. alcoholic lager beer. Aye, it's like, it's, <laughs> see when I got it, it was like, uh, do you mind those like Dharma cans you used to get lost? It was just beer on them. Aye. <laughs> I love when you go like to. Are you, are you drinking a sort of uh, brand name lager? I can see you've got quite a big brand name there. Aye, um, I was literally just, just in the the supermarket. Are we, are we allowed to advertise here? Is this the BBC? I don't. I don't think we're. That's fuck. what you're drinking now. Uh, hey, mate, it was eight eight pound for ten of them, and <laughs> that's the, for, that's for a real motivation. Uh, for for a Monday night, it's not bad. Let's just say it's uh, it begins with a C, but it's not as bad as. The one that begins Carling. to see that isn't Calling. That isn't Calling. Yeah. Sorry. My dad came in. My dad legitimately came in before Calling the other night. Oh, that I just used to just him. if you locked the door, just never let him back in again. I could not believe it. She I was just, just I was stunned. She just opened opened them all at the same time and poured them down the sink. That's astounding. Like don't, don't, well, um, uh, right, just uh, strap in, boys, because um, my beer fifty two arrived today, and today it's all about Poland. Um, 
this month right. it's all about Poland. So I'm drinking. Um, it's called. It's. It's. I don't know how to pronounce anything Polish, but it's called Rowing Jack. Oh, I um, thought it was uh, Joe Cassie before he got up to Ale, Ale or whatever. Um, let me just uh, describe to you what, what we're dealing with here. Um, it's a pale beer. This is according to the good people of Beer Fifty Two. It's a pale beer with a strong noble bitterness. Derived from a careful selection of varieties of Pacific hops, giving grapefruit and mango aromas. The first ever beer from Ale Brewer and has been brewed ever since. I'll be the judge of all that. These lads are the blower, because I'm not wasting my time unless they give me money for this. Mm. First scud is uh, it's nice, very, very good. good. Better, better, crisp. Ross, you spent some time in Poland, didn't you? Uh, I went to Krakow for a, a long weekend. Um, uh, right, well, well, well. <laughs> that counts. Uh, um, I mean, I don't think we really drank any beers other than the, again, I can't pronounce it. Uh, is it Tiski or Tisk or something? Ah, yeah, another one. Tiski, yeah, Tiski's good. It's good, but no, it was more the, the kind of vodkas. Uh, we of course, were. Right. We were sampling, which are all very, very nice. Much, much better than Smirnoff, as you would expect. Well, we're, 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 I don't think we're going to go down that rabbit hole. People already know we're JK bastards. Do you know what I mean? But can you imagine it's just uh, ugly pop Odyssey? It'll no, be no longer like three guys talking, filming, drinking beer. It'll just be three guys talking, filming, drinking. We need to have some modicum of respectability. Yeah. Well, well, he's rude that. Be drinking Calsberg. So <laughs> I done that the other week, and you said nothing then. Just because you've got your, was it like fucking fancy Edinburgh beer? I know. This is, this, is, this is a Danish Pilsner, mate. Fuck off. I've not even had a. Ma- even who's, had who's the actor that, the, 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 um, is it Mickelson, isn't it? The... Aye. Mads, oh, Mads, Mads, Mads. He's too good for those adverts. I, I, I like those he's adverts. Killer, he's, a, he's the coolest man on earth. Mm. I love the adverts as well. Or on his bike yeah. and over the benches and stuff like he's that. He's the coolest Are man we? on earth. So cool. <laughs> Ah, anyway. Well, he's obviously not cool enough to make you buy the beer, is he? No, he's not. Anyway, so um, I'll introduce tonight's film, uh, Mad Max Fury Road 2015, directed by George Miller. Um, I think we've, we've just recorded another episode um, the other night, which is part of a new series. Um, and, and by all accounts... The way I think this is going to go tonight, this could this could potentially be even like considered another series that we we'd sort of joked about being called Circle Jerks. Aye, <laughs> um, aye, you get the idea. This is certainly um, going to this is certainly going to cleanse our palate for Anaconda. I think. Aye, <laughs> exactly. Aye, it's a palate cleanser. Um, so, uh, two thousand fifteen film, which is um, part of the Mad Max series, obviously. Um, directed by George Miller it's a visual masterpiece tour de force um, as well as just a technical masterpiece as well featuring you know huge amounts of practical effects and stunts and explosions and it is basically two hours of non-stop brutal dynamic action um, and we're, we're going to get into that and start <laughs> right at the very, very beginning so Marty do you want to take us away with the plot uh, <laughs> there's a car chase <laughs> Aye, Aye. Pretty much. yeah there's a car chase Aye, it starts off with Max in the middle of the desert um, he's got his car there 
You get a wee bit um, of background on how the world went to shit. Aye, especially aye, it's through wars and kind of uh, resources running out and all that and kind of post-apocalyptic kind of kind of deal. So when Do you, they describe when you that at the start of the other Mad Max films? Like, is that like the general setup? Because it's been such a long time since I've seen even the first one. Um, the the first one's kind of interesting in that he's actually part of a police force. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's a cop, aye. And at the end of that, he kind of just wanders into the wastelands of Australia. And aye. Th- then you've got the Road Warrior and the Thunderdome and yeah. now Fury Road. So it's... I, I don't know if there is maybe remnants of civilization still kicking about, but he just abandoned it after what happened to him. I see you right. I got you. <clears throat> So we meet him. Uh, we meet in the middle of the middle of the desert. Kenny sets the scene right away. It doesn't really go away for this Kenny. Um, I don't know. Lack of architecture or whatever. Aye, the bleakness. Yeah, yeah. Aye, but uh, bleakness, but at the same time not bleak because the whole film's just kind of blue and orange, and it looks just it's stunning. So aye. beautiful. Mm, yeah. Um. So I we meet him. He's standing in front of his car. He's clearly a a haunted individual because he has visions of these dead people he couldn't save, including it doesn't really mention if the wee girl's his daughter does it, but um, uh, uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, it's another person he couldn't save. Um, he's clearly out, out on his own trying to survive, and he ends up getting being picked up by the uh, who soon we'll, we'll soon find out is the War Boys. And then they take him back to the Citadel, and that's when we get our first glimpse of kind of like the the centre of where humanity is in that, this particular place in the world. Yep. It's run by a kind of a, a, a tyrant called Immortan Joe. Aye. I love the, um, I love the names. So I love like I love the way the whole universe has been like so detailed. They've thought about every kind of aspect. Mate, of I've got a big list of the names. How you just make it sound cool? You know, like it's just it's. I don't know. Even it's even the way they get, one of the guys is called. Um, my favourite name was. Is it is it the sun, the big muscle? Rictus Erectus. It is. How do you know that, Rob? <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, Rictus Erectus. There we that's go. That's him, the best aye. name on it. Big guy. Even the language. Boy, aye. You've no right to hate that boy. Even the language in it. See the way that they'll say kind of certain things. It would be like, um, oh, they, they won't say kamikaze. They say kamikaze. That's right, aye, aye, aye. Well, like, yeah. there's somebody refers to like a, a mix something as if it's like the remnants of McDonald's. I, yeah, I can't yeah. remember exactly what it is, but it's there's so loads cool, of stuff man. like that all the way through it. Aye. I think, um, in fact, well, I think that that's just, they put just shit like that in because they're like, Miller's like, listen, this is my world and I'll put whatever I want on it. And I, I think there's the film's so good that you don't give a shit, you don't question it. Do you know what's quite no. interesting? He, he co-wrote it though with I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy that he co-wrote uh, it with uh, worked on stuff like Judge Dredd, like comic books, mm-hmm. like Which with two thousand AD. Yep. So yep. he's he he done a lot of the character design and stuff as well. So it's, I read that. I read that. Uh, so we're at, we're at the Citadel, Marty. Aye, so we're at the the Citadel. Max is um, being branded and he's getting um, getting tattooed. Um, Basically tattooed his blood type. He's a universal donor, which means yep. uh, they can keep him around and kind of give the um, war give boys. the war boys kind of like a boost. Pretty much what um, 
Djokovic not do in the tennis pretty much um, so eventually Max tries to escape and um, so he's, he's running through the kind of uh, the caverns and all that of it and I read that um, Miller purposely left out frames at this particular bit you know how it, it seems really manic Mm-hmm. It's because he's mm-hmm. left out frames to kind of show you like oh, Max's. Oh, I, I, oh no, that's that's definitely what they were doing there. I to make it sort of stuttery and like. Um, I think because what was interesting was um, again in our film, Shan's never seen, um, and I remember the at the, that opening sequence where he's he sort of makes his he's trying to escape obviously right from his he's he's been captured by these guys and. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's sort of running through the underground caverns and everything, and I remember that being as much as the rest of the film is is like so visually unique and and, and striking. That he was he was deliberately doing something else with that, which was it made me think of um, a storyboard. Do you know, like the sort of um, you know, like sketch storyboards in that in that opening sequence. Um, you could actually just hit pause at any point, and it looks like um, an old school comic. Um, it's particularly the bit where he almost escapes and he jumps out like the cliff at the uh, end, and it's like you can you can just see that on like a comic for the the fifties or something like that. It's it's so cool. Um, well, apparently just, the storyboard was the storyboard was made before the screenplay. It, so, it's, it went through some amount of development in this film. It's insane. insane. Um, I mean, yeah. they were talking about making it all the way back in ninety seven. That's right. Aye. And then, so many failed attempts. Yeah, no, I mean it was even even meant to be going ahead in the early two thousands, and then the Iraq War like delayed it, and then the financial crisis delayed it, and I just it all worked out. Definitely, definitely, just a bit. Right, so uh, Max tries to escape, and um, already you're kind of um, the film tells you it's not going to be a conventional ride because Yankee's going to escape, and then he doesn't, and then you get that awesome. Um, Title, um, aye, just I love that. Aye. Mad Max Fury Road. You're just like you're thinking, all right, I'm <laughs> I'm here for this kind of that. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, um, Furiosa played by Charlie Stern at her very best. Yep. Um, she was uh, kidnapped by kind of I don't know the regime when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's turned into like a a, a, a imperi- imperator. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's some sort of like, a, like a general or something like that. Aye. Like, aye. So she's clearly like she's clearly displayed a talent, so that she doesn't end up as one of the the wives or anything like that. Do you know what aye. I mean? Or a slave. So, so she's tasked by Joe to to go to the kind of other end of the desert and get some gas fuel, time. get some gas town, get some ammunition, get some supplies. So she's like, right, so from from bullet, uh, bullet the, the big rig. No, Bullet Farm's the mob who come after. Oh um, no, but is that not where she's so where she's going though? She's going to Gastown to get gas and she's going to the Bullet Farm to get bullets. Is that not right? Ah, uh, uh, he's right. Which again is just like, I, I don't think that it's just a case of um, him just saying, I'll just do what I want. Obviously it is, but, but what I mean is I think there's a deliberate, um, with the language side of things, I think it's deliberately done to sort of show the decline in the, in the, the simplification of, of people's needs, even through the language that they use. Then, um, mm-hmm. so like, where'd you get your gas? Gas town. Where'd you get your bullet? Bullet farm. Um, you know, like w- w- they don't even call it gas. Got gasoline. Aye. 
because you know you'd imagine it being short supply and it probably goes pretty quickly, so it gets guzzled. Aye. I think I think there is like there's threads of the language that you can actually kind of I, see I, that, are, that, that are practical. I love that they call the doctor like an organic. Mm-hmm. So oh, the, that's that's some, really some, smart. Yeah, Aye. some somebody that fixes the cars is the mechanic. He's the organic. It's so cool. Aye. Aye. So cool, man. So she's um, she's. Uh, Tasked with doing that by Joe, but she's secretly going to kind of free Joe's wives, um, all of whom are just basically there to provide him with spawns, boys to to kind of take over when he when he pops his clogs. And uh, yeah, so well, I think that I think that's what he's looking for. There hasn't been a a, a, a healthy male yet, so well, healthy well, as well, in I... as in perfect in every way, as they say. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, the rest like like Rictus Erectus is like is like the physical strength, but he's he's got the ah, mind he's like of twins. a kid. Like uh, another yeah. wee guy in the the chair. I think he was it was it is it Twin Peaks he's in Ross. Um, I I well, I ah. don't know if it's the same guy actually. I'm not sure. I don't I don't want oh, to say it. I don't want to say it is. Ah, it's a bit dwarfish, isn't it? Actually, mm. um, so <laughs> aye, so she decides to do that and um. Takes a, a sharp left and um, <laughs> the, the wee guy's in his looking through his telescope. He's like, oh, what's she doing? Shouts in Joe. Joe's like, ah, what the fuck? So they end up getting everyone to fucking go out and chase her, basically. And that's yeah. when uh, Nicholas Holt plays, is it, is it Crux? Nux. 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 Nux, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, he's, um, he doesn't want to miss out, so he takes his blood bag with him. Attaches Hardy to the front of his car, and that's how Hardy doesn't speak for the first time. Hardy is the blood bag. That's what. So to be clear, yeah. that's what they're, they're referring to him as the as the blood bag because, like Aye. you say, so the universal donor is usable and all that. You know, they can get a wee boost um, in the battlefield if they want, and also, yep. he, also he doesn't want to miss out. So um, they're all screaming about Valhalla and all that, and it's never really explained. And honestly, I'm really. Glad they didn't even try to explain all that stuff because who oh, it, kills? No, I mean it's, it's quite it's quite simple. It's quite self-explanatory. That Immortan Joe guy, he's essentially <clears throat> a cult leader, and he's got these war boys who are all look like they're riddled with tumors and everything, and gonna die. Mm-hmm. And he's using them as like kamikaze warriors with the promise. No, that, I mean in the the Valhalla terminology. Why is it why is it called Valhalla? He's he's on Norse. I mean, it's just Valhalla's a, it's just a I generic. Know, why are they term, using Why are they using that term? I think that I, I think it's maybe like this. Amartan Joe. See, just with the age of him as well, he's probably got some knowledge just, from. Just used like, the term. Aye. Yeah, he he knows that that's a kind of mythical afterlife for warriors. Yeah. And he's just used that to convince them, like, go and kill yourself for me, and I'll, Aye. I'll kind of welcome you into Valhalla. Yeah, aye, that you you proved my point though that they don't they don't tell you that in it, but we aye, know but, it's true. Aye, aye, they don't they don't have to. It's great. It, exactly. This this film doesn't. So you agree with me then, mate? You agree with me then? No, you says you didn't know why. Fuck up, no, agree with the boy, boy. No, I no, didn't. Uh, I said they didn't explain it, mate. If you're listening to this, wind it back about a minute, and Martin will be wrong. <laughs> don't do that. Valhalla. What the fuck's up? So, see this. See your fucking right, stupid squabbles. It's, it's the chase, and this is when you get to see some of the kind of um, just just amazing design. Uh, the the way that the oh, cars yeah. are all cars done, are and right. see the way that they've just ah. took took their cue for like um, 
like kind of battles back in history with the kind of drums and see that yeah. truck that's just the speakers and the guy and the guitars on the bungee cord. Yeah. That truck you, why, you why take is, over at this point. That truck is called the Doof Wagon. <laughs> I'm going to start cutting my tell us, wagon. Tell us about the guitarist. Aye, right, and also no. tell us about the the wee magnet you saw about so, the cars. The what was that? Tell us about the guitarist and then tell us about the video you saw right. about the mechanics and all that. Oh, aye, aye, aye. Right, so the guitarist. I actually thought when I was watching it, it was Steve Vai, but it actually wasn't. He. I looked it up. It was a, it was a, it was a guy who um, is quite a famous... Now, I don't know if it was him on the on the actual rigging or no, mm-hmm. but he did, all, he did all the music for the film. Um, you probably recognise the name. He's called Junkie XL. Aye, aye. Right, some Dutch guy. Um, anyway... Um, I, it's just some of it. Just it, it's very Steve. I maybe took some some sort of inspiration for him, but um, I so just in the point of the cars as well. Um, like there's there's so much amazing YouTube stuff on the the development and and and, and sort of technical um, side of this this film. It's I, I could just sit and watch it all day. But there's there's mm-hmm. hours yet in YouTube. You can watch the uh, them in the sort of what can only be described as like the chop shop from hell, like where they're just you know. <laughs> cutting like these vintage cars like Chevys and all that apart and just like widening them and putting them on like tractor wheels and everything. It's just it's so cool. Um but you're right that that so that um shot is so well done. Like you've seen it a million times in other films where it's like a flyover shot showing you like yeah. his sort of attack convoy trying to go and get uh, Furiosa. But it's just there's just something about the way that they, they did it there which is like probably the most dynamic that type of shot I think I've ever seen it's like you just the speed of it and the power of it is incredible and I think it's because it's so far away and it just like it zooms right in and you can all you can hear is just roaring engines mm-hmm. um, and all these amazing contraptions um, just super fucking cool at that point definitely go and watch as much stuff as you can about the, the cars and all that really cool man I will fire a few wee vids up on the Facebook for that man so I want to see them yep. um, so this is the kind of the first wave that's went after Furiosa and the wives and um, as Ross says, we get all the kind of the first kind of first kind of spectacle with all the the practical stunts and all that kind of oh, stuff. Flame throwers, explosions, you yeah. name it. It's on wheels. Um, nice wee side note: the guy who played Hardy stunt double and the la- the girl who played Furiosa's stunt double, Shelley's stunt double, get married in real life after meeting it. So congratulations. congratulations. Was it was it is it the guy that also did? Uh, Face off? Is it him by any chance? This <laughs> <laughs> clears over after we fuck. After we blew <laughs> Guy couldn't even jump off a boat properly. <laughs> so the the first wave comes and um, they kind of beat him away, and uh, this is when Hardy kind of escapes, and he ends up kind of battling with Nicholas Holt in the dark. Ends up getting the better of him. He's going to take the um, going to take the rig while it's kind of refueling, uh, but. Can, uh, he can't because Furiosa's put a kill switch in it That's uh, right. which means he's going to have to take them so they become kind of reluctant allies at this point to kind of get away should probably point out at this at this juncture as well that he's de- like um, the waves have become you see them at this point so mm-hmm. basically when she sort of breaks down and she realises that there's folk after her like not just Hardy and Nux but um, she then you, that's when you see them sort of emerge and then <clears throat> after Hardy's fight with Nux he, he basically um, stumbles upon them like washing themselves off in the desert basically and 
Um, so that's when you first see them, and it, like obviously even this early on in the film, that stands as such a contrast. These pristine, like beautiful, like like just really angelic women. Like it's basically like it's. I suppose it's quite an obvious kind of like metaphor for a, an oasis in the desert, isn't it? It's like, aye, of course. Um, Max is like so, a pure savage at that point as well. Like aye. He, he pretty much doesn't. He probably says about five words in that scene. I just grunts at them basically and points his his gun. He's <laughs> shotgun about. And he aye. would have if if that. Um, kill switch had been on that rig he would have just left him in the desert there it's like this is him he's kind of he's lost all his humanity and everything Mm -hmm. he just doesn't give a fuck see I I was kind of wondering about that myself but at the same time he is haunted by all these other people he's left to die Mm -hmm. so I don't think it's completely cut and loose that he would let them go but he is no but he he doesn't know at this point no but the, the other thing is he doesn't know at this point what their intentions are, what Furiosa's intentions are, or, or what even the wives really are as part of the what he's seen, because all he knows is that he's been captured by them. He doesn't know that she's basically making a run for it. Like I think he he's, could, he's I none think the wiser. He'd assume that at that point, it would really. Well, if you're in a, in a desert wasteland and you're just basically trying to survive, would you be thinking about the ins and outs of like, oh, she's gone in a different direction? What's going on here? Like, you wouldn't really, would you? If they're fleeing the guys that, the kind of savages that just hid me, like in chains, then I probably would die. But I guess I'm mm-hmm. just a much better person than you two. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, you just fucking go and leave the, the pregnant women in the desert, right? So, <laughs> unbelievable. I know. It's a it's a, a a mutually beneficial arrangement that they come to. Yes, Aye. that's pretty much it. <laughs> so. They all eventually kind of get back on board. Uh, but meanwhile, kind of, uh, Nux is reawoke. Reawoke? Is that a word? Woken up. Reawakened. Woke up. Uh, and he uh-huh. manages to climb on the back of the rig, so he's kind of in tow. Much and like throat guy, kinda, isn't This is kind of when you get the... Like, they kind of explain um, about why they're kind of fleeing and all that. Although you kind of get that when the wee old lady kind of tries to kill Joe, don't you? Like, mm-hmm. um, aye, and, uh, she basically says, "Aye, like, and what is it? The, what is it? The so Joe when he finds out that the wives are gone, the, what is it? They've painted on the floor our our sons, uh, our children sons will not, will be, not warlords. be warlords." Yeah. Aye. Aye. So basically, so, you know, aye, aye, on you go. So, so obviously, one of them's pregnant, and um, apparently, he's our favourite as well. So, um, they can explain that. Uh, the, just wanted to escape really and Furiosa is attempting to get back to this place called the Green Place and Green right? Place, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right, so um, it was a place cool. she was at as a child before she was taken um to the Citadel and all that. So she doesn't know for sure it exists, but she hopes and she's tiny kinda of like you say, a green oasis in the middle of the desert, that's what they're aiming for. Yep. Um so they kinda of go again um into the night. Right. And uh, that's when he gets stuck in some mud. Oh, you've missed a bit of a... Missed a bit of a... Oh, a bit either. So they they try to get through the the, the canyon. Aye, um, Furios has made an arrangement with a biker gang for safe passage. And And when they find out... Well, not when they find out, but when they see that she's been pursued by all these guys from the Citadel, they assume that she's kind of in cahoots with them. So they turn on them and that's when they need to escape that one. And that's kind of when the first time you see kind of 
Max and Furiosa and like the girls uh, all working together. I mean, uh, just before that as well though is um, so one of the actually just before to just to skip back a wee bit. So before Max meets um, Furiosa, he catches up the big thing that she drives is called the War Rig, right? So he's chasing after that, and um, before before that happens, and he's he's been sort of um, stuck to Nuxie's car. Now I don't know if he was no, he's behind it. So he's 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 behind the car, and they drive through this big giant. Aye fucking storm uh, thing which is like storm. it's so intense it's unbelievable um, and that's actually like one probably the first big climactic moment in the film um, that's just like a crazy scene and then it all dies down and that's where they sort of meet up with each other um, so I uh, like you said she's basically made this deal with these uh, there's basically all these tribes aren't there like all these different um, uh, people who live out in the wasteland and you, you can sort of barter with each uh, other um, for, for, for stuff and she's asked them to help her through Ah, it's like a the way west kind of Because meanwhile, uh, Amortan Jaws, he's increased his convoy with folk from uh, the Bullet Farm and Gaston. That's right. Aye. Which, there's yeah. some odd-looking folk as well. Some interesting people, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's brothers as well. I don't know. I don't know if it ever really says that. I thought... Do you not see... I could be know, wrong. I always, no, like, see, see when I watched it the other night, mm-hmm. I was thinking, right, oh, oh, here comes his brothers, right? Because I'm sure... The first few times I watched it, the baldy guy is his brother. It it, it could hmm. be. I've, I've honestly no idea. But on that at that time, it didn't mention it, so I don't mm. know whether I got that far. But I. So they end up kind of going through in that, and the, in the kind of melee, um, the all the rocks come down, which gives Furiosa an opportunity to kind of get away for some kind of respite away from Joe and stuff like that, which is how. Yeah. They manage to eventually get forward a little bit more, and it's not yep. just like any fighting for two hours. Yeah. Um, and that's when they that's when they get in stuck in the that's when they get stuck in the field, on it. But they, they they really piss them off just at the end of that chase. Um, the pregnant wife, yeah, she ends up falling off the war rig, and uh, Joe's kind of. I mean, what is that like? A big one of those things with a big stupid twenty foot tires on it, just steamrolls her. Right. Aye, aye. Uh, his his well, vehicle. Has... Uh, by the way, guys, the na- you, you talk about the names. So the names for the cars are cool as fuck. So his car is called the Giga Horse. Oh, there you go. She 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 gets steamrolled by the Giga Horse. Aye, there you go. That doesn't sound that that great to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. No, I but, don't um, know the names for the cars to be honest. Aye, they do. Um, I which is it's really fucking cool, man. Um. But I uh, was gonna say, so I she, she she gets run over, and I think like his so obviously um, Morton Joe's like concern is the is the baby's like forget about her, just get it out, yeah. And then his sort of right whatever his right hand man is, I recognise the guy that plays that guy. Ah, uh, the doctor, I saw there. I he he uh, sort of just cuts just brutally cuts it out like emergency C section and holds it up and all kind of stuff and perfect in every way, but it's dead, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I so he like now he's now he's really mad. Yep, you know uh, what I mean. Aye, uh, ugly bastard. Right, 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 pissed off. Uh, you right, you, to be honest, rightly so, rightly so. You, you won't like it. Uh, Morton Joe kind of looks like he looks like he's got the look of somebody you'd you'd see in a, a, a sort of wishy or motherwell pub, isn't he? What with that mask on? No, no, I'm just talking about the wispy <laughs> white, the white uh, scarlet. What's up, pub? Oh, I pubs. Remember then. I don't, oh, I. I don't know if you know this, but um, 
the the guy that played a Martin Joe, he uh, he actually he's passed in, away last week. Uh, oh, did he? Uh, was it so? Hugh? Uh, Hugh. Um, I'll tell you right now. He's in all of them, isn't he? Burn. Yep. Was it Barry? He's in all of them, is he not? Just the first one and this one. Just I the think. first one? Yep. Uh, he plays a guy called... Amazing character, uh, man. What's his name the first one, Ross? I don't know, is it a little worm or something like that? Is something or... No, it's... Anyway, aye, so he's the villain in one of the previous ones and they, they brought him back for this one. Mm-hmm. Aye, he died mm-hmm. last week, so that's oh, good well. sad. That's a shame. And if you see, you can see uh, Charlize and all that tweeting about him. You can know that he was... Aye. Although he was kind of a Morton Joe, apparently, he was just the most <laughs> lovely, lovely guy in real life. I've I seen, I seen a few interviews and that kind of stuff. He seemed like a really nice guy. Um, and, and just like... What's interesting, what strikes me about characters like that as well is like how um, you see them in their like obviously normal right. There's a lot of makeup and stuff like that on it in, in the costume, but like once you've seen him as the as, as a character that he's known for in this case, Martin Joe, it's like you you just can't take that away right. from him, and you can see how perfect he is like for the for the role. It's kind of like we've discussed this before with other characters. It's like you just couldn't imagine anyone else doing it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's just Definitely when you see the guy's voice and his face and all that, and his voice, for example, it's just like, it's oh, he's incredible for crazy. this. Mm-hmm. It's incredible You know, this. I've not actually listened to an interview with him, but I might not, because I want to hear what his actual voice sounds like. Aye, aye it's really, really cool, man. So they they eventually get a wee bit of respite, um, drive on, and it's night time at this point, and they end up getting stuck in the mud, and that's when Kenny the, uh, the bullet farm and all that, all those kind of guys kind of descend on them. And uh, Nux has kind of joined up with Max and uh, Charlie's there on as well. They never kind of really. It's 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 out of it's out of disgrace. So Aye. he he gets kind of picked up by a Martin Joan because he's he's managed to kind of grab a a bit of the wife's clothes, like so he gets onto that rig, and um, a Martin Joe during the chase asks him to kind of basically go and like suicide bomb the, the no. war rig and he jumps over but he gets kind of stuck and falls and a Martin Joe just shouts out mediocre aye, um, aye, aye, aye. and so he's, he's yeah. like he's ashamed that he's, he's kind of he's failed and everything and one of the one of the but wives kind of talks him talks him round and kind of cheers him and up and there's like the closest you'll get to romance in the film between the two of them isn't it aye like, aye and I'm so bad there's, there's none yet Nah, uh, it's the kind of film that to me I certainly would have thought less of it if they made more of that. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, there's just enough for it to be human enough and just for it to be endearing. But like, nah, the, uh, you know, you know from the second this film starts, it's like there's no what you're here for. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, no, definitely. So should we, explain by the way as well. Feels if um, maybe the whole idea like we, we keep talking about. Um, Martin Joe's wives, but I think that needs to be a bit more explanation. Like they're, they're they're technically his breeders, he calls them, right? So, <laughs> um, so the idea being that, that that these are like the perfect specimen for him to breed with to create a healthy son, basically that could some at some point take over from him, which at this point hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because his entire genes are messed up. <laughs> if you if you look at that, I would Get on the fucking treadmill and then try it. No, but um, I so uh, I seen a thing um with Mark Kermode talking about this, and I was quite surprised um by how much he missed the point of like having 
Rosie Huntington Whiteley and um a couple of, there's a couple other sort of those types of actresses that are just like these stunning supermodel type actresses. But he he, he kinda thought that it was sort of cheapening or, or going away from the you know, his sort of take was like, oh, this is just for the eye candy and all kind of stuff. And I was like, Are you kidding me? Like they're supposed to be perfect breeders. Like that they're supposed uh, to be like these like perfect specimens. That's why Immortan Joe keeps them. And it, it just uh, surprised me that, that someone that's... like him just totally missed the point on it. It was weird. Uh, that's they, what it's, it's on uh, his show. His, his radio you you show. see that they've been kept like kind of behind almost like a bank exactly. safe. Exactly. Exactly. They're not kind of, uh, they're living a life of luxury. Like, I mean, and everything. Oh, and, Jesus. No, and everything, and, and everything but like the fact that they're being. Slavery is luxury, Ross Crawford. The, all I'm saying is they're getting all the best of food, they'll be getting all the medical attention, they're not begging for water like everybody else. Somebody like literally comments like, when they meet one of them later, like, oh, your skin's so soft, and oh my god, you've oh. actually got all your teeth. Exactly, so, aye, aye, aye. So they've been, yeah. they've been kind of kept in isolation. So I mean, like before you go before you go on with the rest of it, man. It's like I think like it's just one of those things. That it would be quite hard. We'd be here for a long time if we were to actually go through like all of the the setup points of this film and like the backstory and how it's mm. it's it's actually for for a for an action film, it's one of the most densely layered in terms of the actual world that you're watching. Like there's there's so much to it. There's there's so much to learn about how that happens. And if we were to try and explain it all, we would literally be here all night. But I suppose yeah. that's why one of the film and the franchise is successful because it's get as a universe that people can essentially just sort of like uh, you can research, you can look into it. There's 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 side stories and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, we'll definitely we'll, we'll just touch on them as we go because otherwise, like I say, it would it would take forever to explain everything. What did you think about? So they're they're stuck. And the kind of mud, the guy for the bullet, yeah. the guy for the uh, bullet farms after him. Um, he's kind of got a, a light shining on them. Furiosa takes a shot, uh, knocks the light out, blinds the the guy that's in charge of the bullet farm. Would, would, oh would yeah, you, yeah, that's really. But would cool. you make the decision that Max kind of just says, "Right, I'm gonna go and sort it," and he uh, he disappears into the darkness. And you don't see what goes down. You just see ah, an explosion right, right. in the distance, and it comes back covered in blood with all these bullets and everything. See, I mean, love it, love it, mate. <laughs> I, I think like I think there's like kind of two things behind that. I think it's I it kind of just shows I Max is like a complete fucking badass, um, yeah. but I also think it just kind of for me it solidifies that it's not his film. Yep. Aye. Oh no, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's Furiosa's no, film. Not. Absolutely. Yep. Hundred percent. I wonder 100%. I just I wonder how that kind of the what the genesis of that was. Like did they did they start think that or was Charlie's Stern so good that it morphed into that or I read did they write or like I, I read something saying that um I mean before it even went into production and I think before she was even cast that the plan was to have Fury Road and then a sequel just called Mad uh, Max Furiosa. Well, so, it's going to be the it's going to be that Anya Taylor Joy for Queen's Gambit planner. Uh, it's a prequel. Aye. She's good. Um, oh, she's excellent. She's, she's good. good in Queen's Gambit. I've not watched that yet. That's good. Check it out. It's about Jess Barry. You'll love it. <laughs> um, and, um, it is really good, though, isn't it? I know. It's really, really good. Aye. Um, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully that means I could, like, if there's um, 
obviously it's been quite successful, so I'm hoping that, that that just means I've got more folk to play chess with. People will think it's cool. Apparently, then it's, they'll find uh, out when they play it, but it's not. Apparently, it's reinvigorated the interest in it. The chess community are uh, absolutely buzzing about it. All five of them. I, I wonder how long that. In, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how long that interest will last. Uh, till robot walks back. Uh, on where, the are we, where are we, Martin? Right now in the in the pot. Um, so either they're trying to get out in the mud, tying the tr- tying the thing around the tree, oh, aye, the aye. chain around the tree, um, another shit hot battle. But we'll get into kind of the effects and all that. Um, I think, like, after. like to be honest, you, like, just just take it like as 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 we go through this, like, just take it that every turn there's just insane amounts of action. Right. We're, just, we're just hitting the bullet points here, that's right. all. We'll, we'll tell you what some of the cool shit is, but mm-hmm. just take it that every single turn there's the most mental shit that happens. Aye, uh, when we've done the plot, we can mention that uh, <laughs> right after. Um, so they eventually get away. And this is kind of leading on to the quietest part of the film. Aye. Uh, because they've managed to get away um, for the time being. And this is kind of on the, the home stretch towards um, um, the, the green, green place. place. Yep. So at this time, you get a few kind of, um, not nice moments, but moments of respect between Furiosa and Max, you get a feeling they're kind of maybe not like each other, but they definitely respect each other now because they've helped each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so they eventually get to uh, another part of the desert. Uh, there's a woman in a cage, and that's where the famous kind of that's bait meme comes from. Just to show how fucking like. Like behind I am and stuff like that, right? I'm the kind of guy that literally there's been like memes for years, and I've not known the thing that they've came from for five years, right? <laughs> so even though you had seen them. <laughs> well, basically, I like I just didn't even know right. what the fuck was going on with it at all, and that was one of them. Like, because I, I did, I seen it. Like, I seen this probably, probably 2017-ish, probably three years ago, three four years ago, and mm. you know, just that because it's one scene into it, it's just one. That's literally two second bit where he just points aye. and sort of like that's bait right but it's like because it then gets proliferated so much like throughout social media and stuff I just remember seeing it and just like I don't have a fucking clue what that is like no idea I do like that that's one of my favourite ones I would say it's a good one aye uh, 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 I also f- have had the misfortune of um, have been like subliminally pipped to the post for the season finale of se- uh, season four of Breaking Bad you know, when, when uh, spoiler alert, uh, when Gus gets blown up, right? Because um, there was there was gifts of that all over like Facebook and all that kind of stuff, right? And um, I literally, literally had like somebody had posted it somewhere, and it's you know where he's like straight in his tie and his face is all Aye. blown off and all that, right? And I, again, it, but the thing is, it never actually clicked that it was Gus that I was looking at. I just scrolled past it, whatever, and then I seen the scene and I was like, that somehow stole some of my enjoyment after that. That the two seconds that I stared at that wee animated thing. So fuck you, internet. Fuck you. No, we need the internet to make this work. Sorry, internet. No, I was going to do it via... Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the wireless. Two cans and a bit of string. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one, eh? Sweet can. Uh, no, Mr Simpson, hi. don't take your anger out on me. No. <laughs> rowdy, rowdy peeper. No, we'll get this on if we keep going. <laughs> Um, so where uh, they they come to a woman in a in a cage and Max's that's bite, 
uh, or whatever that accent is. I don't know what accent he's doing. Eh? He was like, he, like he, he that, was, that was a kind of Somerset cider type of guy there. <laughs> eh? That's bite, that is. <laughs> That's bite, that nah. is. I'll do some cider. Go and get some, some baits. <laughs> That's like Yorkshire, now. All right. Can't do Tom Hardy's English, by the way, so that's the best we can do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but, but Charlize uh, Kenny gets out and she says, "My name's Furiosa. I'm from whatever it is, yada yada." Kenny, that group, and uh, all the Kenny badass wee old women come out and she, uh, they remember, remember her what they're called? She was kidnapped. What, what are they called again? Oh, some stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I, it begins with V. Their tribe. Aye. Right, the V tribe. <laughs> uh, but uh, so Charlie's is like, uh, where the fuck's the green place? And that, that's like, exactly <laughs> what she says. <laughs> and, uh, so the real woman's like, oh, you just came for it. It was where the mud place is and it's uninhabitable. So she's like, oh no. <laughs> what have I done? Let's just drive uh, into the desert and hope for the best. Aye. Aye, so the, to be fair though, to be fair though, right, so she's found out that she's like, oh, that was it, you missed it, you drove past it, right? And uh, usually these like moments in these types of films, I think, I don't know, see these singular shots of someone like in despair, I think in action films a lot of the time, I think they're quite hard. Like, it's not that it's hard yeah, I know what you're going to say, it's just, more. But, but it's it's so beautiful. Mm. It, it looks It's like you have so generally like, you're like, oh, no, you feel so bad. It's, not, it's just, it's just the, it's just the visuals. It's everything. It's like, Aye. you know, it's she's on top of like a sand dune, and it's just mm. blowing the sand over, and it's just everything about this film just adds visually, just adds like the cherry on top to every single scene, just by how she's so, ridiculous she's so, it looks. She's so fatigued and fucked Aye. and sore and just covered yep. in bruises. This and all is, that. this just is maybe like, some. Oh, give her a break. I, it's like you know. It reminds me a wee bit. Of, you know, I have to 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 go all the way back to episode one, like um, when we're talking about uh, the good, the bad, and that the was, like that was impressive. That's Let's see how it goes. I know that's a big throwback, but um, but do you know, like the way we were discussing how the, obviously those films just make people look so weather-beaten and tired. Like Sergio Leone yep. just made them look as mm-hmm. if like they they just went through hell, like out in the yeah. desert. Like this does that as well. It's not just like. You know, I think part of that's because it was real. I remember reading how um, the guy, I think the guy's name's Colin Gibson, I think that ring, rings a bell, um, who was one of the set designers, the main designers, production designer probably. Um, and he basically said to George Miller, he was like, well, my first concern is we're, we're out in the desert, like, what, what do we do about dust? We're not going to be able to see anything. And George Miller just said, no, dust is our friend. Like, we, right. like So that's why everything about this, it's just adding layers of realism to how fucked up everybody is that you see at that point and like so we should probably just... mention that it was filmed in namibia mm-hmm. so it's not going to be fucking no it's the real deal it's not uh, going to be some kind of everyone away to a five-star hotel every night and apparently it wasn't it but um well, there you go so she's obviously i, I don't know what you mean like the kind of no like screaming aye. into the air kind of hanging aye, aye, aye. some things star wars looking at you darth um <laughs> But the only aye, time that was really done kidding. well was Planet of the Apes. Aye. Damn you! <laughs> Damn you, Walter! <laughs> you blew it up! Chimpanzee. Chimpanzee to chimpanzee. We actually we, we, we sung that in the last episode. That, 
Literally in the oh last, my. the one. Well, they haven't heard. Well, they will have heard it by the time. I was gonna say, aye. They, um, Connor, they, this is they for fuck. Sorry, guys. They can't show their shit. Oh Jesus! Sim- uh, Ten Simpsons fucking references in every single episode. Yep. Anyway, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that at all. So anyway, anyway, anyway. They can they decide basically they're going to all start again and basically go off into the plains and try and find somewhere to start again. And uh, Max is ready to kind of leave him at this point and he's basically just turned around and he goes, all the water and greenery you, that you need is back at the Citadel and it's currently unguarded because I've come here for you. Why don't you go back and take it over? That's it, and if this film wasn't so amazing, you'd be like, oh, no way, they're actually just going back in themselves for where right. we've been at start. But from watching it, you're like, right, here we go. Nice wee confrontation with Joe coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so... They head back um, uh, with uh, the wee old woman in tow, the wee badass old woman. Right. Um, so they are, they're all getting back to the Citadel, ready to take it over. Uh, they eventually run into Joe and all his cronies near where the first kind of rock explosion happened. That's right, the um, same passage, aye. Aye, the same passage. No, I think that, it is so the same like passage. It's guarded by the same people, isn't it? Aye. So, aye, because they end up kind of... No, aye. Anyway. I think they're still there, aren't they? I think I think they've kind of moved on a bit because um, like Joe Joe was chasing them after he he can kind right. of, his car can climb rocks. Um, that's right. Oh, that's such a cool bit. So eh? they they cleared everything and then they've kind of been in pursuit since. Um, mm-hmm. So I they they basically they're kind of I think just chilling out at the time and then the war rig comes and they're like, oh, the fuck's going on here? Yeah, oh, that was that was nice. Yeah. Nice thing they come back. Yeah. So there's like a the, the kind of final confrontation, um, loads of kind of melees, loads of kind of close quarters battling on top of mm-hmm. the rig. There's the big massive seven foot sun against Tom, who's like five foot nothing. Oh, uh, aye, aye, aye. Uh, the the waves are all involved, so they're kind of they're desperate to get back as well, and uh, nothing sums up the fact that it's Furiosa's film more than the fact that. It's hard mm. eventually kind of yeah. kills Joe. And mm. honestly, man, that's just it's fucking so, so cool. So, that is so cool. So Joe, throughout the full film, Joe's got this kind of mask thing on and it's attached to these things that basically... That in his body, aye. Make him, make him be able to function. I think, I think, I think the thing is, like, we, we, we've him and his... Aye, so his sons, right? So Rictus and whatever the wee guy's called. Um, the it's it's you see him right at the start putting all the apparatus on. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's it basically shows you they can't they basically can't breathe, right? Mm-hmm. And they have this stuff that's sort of biomechanics that are sort of like so that this apparatus is like plugged directly into them. You see Rictus putting some on as well at the start. Uh, he's almost uh, got like, like a tank on his back. Yeah. Aye. Exactly. So they obviously have like breathing. They're they're really fra- they're they're basically these they're really fucked up people who are really ill, but they they have all these sort of me- um, mechanical things that keep them alive and all kind of stuff. And, and Joe's is that he has this apparatus that is like plumbed directly into his fucking aye. his face. Not for long though. So I so Charlie's basically attacks a chain of that mask, rips his full face off. That is so cool. Um, go and watch. Uh, go and listen to episode four, Face Off, right now. Um, <laughs> Good segue. So that's Joe. That's Joe oh, done right, for. Yeah. And uh, this is when uh, Nux, uh, Nicholas Holt, kind of 
emerges as one of the heroes as well because he is he's driving the the, the big the wall rig at the the now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he kind of jackknifes it um so that nobody can That's none right. of Joe's kind of war boys can, can get, get after through, them yeah. and the whole kind of so they end up plugging the gap through the kind of the, the cavern. You know that's so that they've got a free run. That's the only bit of the film that I've got a problem with the effects. The only, what the jackknife? No, not not the jackknife itself. But see when everything kind of runs into that lorry, and then mm-hmm. you see everything flying at the screen. Aye, three D because it was three D. Aye, that's uh, that's oh, the right, that's the only bit that was really jarring for me. Every other bit of effects in the film was spot on but that was a bit meh I'm trying to remember whether I saw it in 3D I, or not I probably no because I hate it but um, in fact did I see it? I think I might have oh do you know something I did see it in 3D but it's the only film I've ever liked seen in 3D oh, uh, that's why it was whatever but I do agree with you I do yeah. agree with you but, I mean it's a, a very small complaint but just worth mentioning yeah All right. interesting so um, Furious has been kind of like wounded at this point but they take they go back to the Citadel and um, they, uh, Max brings out Joe's body everyone's happy he's gone including all the the kind of wee white painted war boys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they basically take in Furious as the new leader and Max goes off into the distance that's exchanges it. a wee look yep. and that's it yep Mad Max I, Fury Road so I mean two, uh, two hours of like you say, it's a chase movie, isn't it? Aye. Um But like, uh, there's there's so many there's so many individual wee bits. Like I say, we 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 would literally be here all night talking about them. But I think like um, so we we touched on the the design of uh, sorry aspect of the characters, the names, the language, all that kind of stuff. That is fascinating. Um, <clears throat> some of the highlights we've got, like we mentioned, Gastown, Bullet Town, Citadel. The names of the people are really cool. Um, the they use guzzling. They all drink mother's milk as well. They they worship aye. uh V8. They all chant V8. V V8. Aye. Um so if you're a petrol head, aye, this, this is a good film for you. Um Hold on, I'll read but, out some of the names because I've got a list of them here, right? Yep. Uh, so Max is Max Rokitansky. Yeah. Charlie Stearns, Imperator Fiorosa, you fair date yep. and Joe. So yep. Rosie Huntington Whiteley played the pregnant um the mm-hmm. pregnant wife. Aye. And aye. her name is the Splendid Angerhar- Angerad. The Splendid Angerad. <laughs> wow, well, um, Zoe Kravitz is in it. She's another wife. She plays Aye, Toast knew, the Knowing. Like Toast the Knowing? <laughs> Toast the Knowing. Wow. Um, I love Courtney it. Courtney Eaton. I'm not sure whether that's a blonde one or the redhead. She's called Cheeto the Fragile. Uh, and I'll just rhyme off some of the remnants. So we've got The People Eater. The organic mechanic, Aye. the, the Duff warrior, the Valkyrie, keeper yep. of the seeds, Corpus Colossus, Glory the child, the Aye. Rock Rider chief, that's right, the Prime Aye. Emperor. So that's just a few. Aye, very cool. Um, so I mean, fantastic job done. I just designing the entire universe top to bottom. Aye, um, I don't know about how it works. It's fascinating. Aye, it's so immersive. It's yeah. yeah. So I um that 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 brings us on to um the just the design aspect of the film and and uh, sorry just the the visuals I suppose in general um would it be fair to say this is closer to like a like a like a I try to think of what other sort of films do this but like do you know like when they use the sort of comic style 
visuals, but not not entirely. Do you know like um, like Sin City, or not not quite like that? Three hundred maybe. maybe. Like, uh, eh? Three hundred. Aye, three hundred. Yeah. See it, that kind of idea. Uh, it, I know. I know exactly what you mean. The way like every scene is framed. It's like a panel from a comic book. But Aye. I think it it takes it even further because I was watching it and see just the way the kind of desert scenes are filmed. It mm-hmm. it made me think of Lawrence Arabia. Aye, like it's just. Yeah. I it's it's technically it's it's a masterpiece. I I don't I, I've I've literally no idea how they filmed some of the practical stuff that they filmed. See, you've got That's guys hanging off a of cars going, I don't know how fast, and it's... See those well, ones that run like, it's almost like pole vaults? Those, oh, well, that, that's, that's my favourite. Ah, one, but those, here's, here's another thing. amazing thing about that, right? So those javelin things that, yeah. they're, that they're going about on, right? Do you know what they call them? Do you know, in, in the, 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 the War Boys in their universe, they're the called lexicon. metronomes. Metronomes. And I love that. Ah, that's cool. Because that's, that's what a metronome does. Ah. And it's like, it's so cool because... It's not only is it just the fact that they go back and forth, but it's like they're rhythmic. Mm-hmm. When you're watching it, it's like this. Aye, because one's going that it's way. Like a and dance. Then it, aye, it's it's amazing. It's, honestly, don't, right, don't so that stunt is for like. But anybody's no there's seen, also, like. There's also one I noticed um, that was ridiculous, and it's um, it's what you were talking about, Joe's car, and obviously for the full time, Joe's got cronies attached to his car. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, standing on his car, and aye. there's one where he goes up this this rock. Goes up, goes up and over it into there, and there's this guy hanging on to it. And, and obviously, just, you just see them almost that, fall but that off. That doesn't make it any less dangerous. Aye, mm. aye, um, aye. It's just ridiculous. Aye, so like 90% Stunt driving the... is just, <coughs> it's like totally mad about how good it is. It is, and like ninety percent of the the stunts, if not more, are like we say, are, are all practical. They're all real, and the only CGI that's been used in the film are basically the the like the storm scene to create a basically like a otherworldly huge storm for colour and for removing rigging on screen mm-hmm. they've actually said and for Furiosa's like, arm mm-hmm. ah that's right we've not even mentioned the fact that um, Furiosa played by Charlize Theron is, is one armed and she has this bionic arm thing that she sort of loses at some point I'd call it more um, mechanic than bionic in fact does she not do they not does she not steal the fucking War rig weight at one point. Like she puts Aye. it onto the fucking. Or is that just a wrench or something? I don't know. I think that's a wrench. No, that's a hand. Is it? Sure. Is it no hand? <coughs> I thought there was like a wrench or something that they put on to use until they managed Aye. to get another wheel. Aye. I think it's a hand. Don't know. I mean, like, so, I the, the the practical effects, right? We, I mean, we, I, I think it's genuinely indescribable to be honest with you because there's. I was so, just about to say that you can't find the words. It's really there's hard so to find many, the words. It's so Which dense. Is shit for a podcast, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I shit out of luck, right? That's us. We can't describe it. See right. you later. <laughs> Just go watch it. Done our best, not that. I'm I'm in bed now. Um, but there's it's so densely packed with stunts as well that as as the viewer, like it ta- it, it almost literally takes your breath away because you're so immersive. You're so you're so in it. But but the action doesn't really let up for like really long periods of time. So when we were watching it. Um, Basically, from in fact, right at the start, talking about it being all action. So we talk about this like the start as if it's like not part of the chase. Like <laughs> Max has literally stopped 
to survey like where he's gone next while he's been chased. Right. So right. as the film starts, it's already in the midst of a chase, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and it's like it. it so that I watched it right, and um, basically um, from the moment that Max realizes, you know, the guys are uh, right at the start of the film when they're chasing him, right, to the next point where there's no action is thirty one minutes, right. And I mean, like, most action films that are actually built that way don't have that amount in the entire film. Right. I mean, of wall-to-wall, non-stop action scenes, always stunts, the whole lot, 31 minutes. It's And it's not even... Um, sometimes it can wear you down. Do you Aye. know what I mean? Uh, yep. But it just it really doesn't... It doesn't feel like 31 minutes at all. Aye. It's no, so fast watching amazed. it, man. It is not... Mm. It's not... Um, it does they feel it does they drag ever not no. for a second I also think um, something that adds a lot to it is the music thanks to the junkie oh right. um, but do you know the only reason I know when you mentioned that guy's name is mm-hmm. uh, it's because I've looked up I've looked up the kind of live I've looked up him doing live oh, right, yeah, orchestral yeah, things of the music because yeah, yeah. it's just it's got that really Aye, famous uh, tune in it but um, do you know it no that can like ah, uh, I would I wouldn't know if that what the famous tune from Mad Max is to be honest with you. No, no, it's not that one. It's like a, oh, a right. fa- really famous tune that's in a bunch of films. I'll I'll find the name right, later, know. but you know what I mean. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but well, they must have tried not score. fucking not fucking playing Darud Sandstorm. <laughs> that bit, don't, don't that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where the guy. That's where the guy and the guitar should have been doing. They've got all the drums and everything in the back. Aye. I used to talk a wee bit about Kenny Hardy and Charlie's there because it's Aye. really it's kind of a well known thing now that they um they didn't get on during the during the filming of it. Um both them both of them kinda didn't get on with George Miller either because and I can honestly I can honestly picture this, so like imagine George Miller's got this vision in his mind, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine him trying to explain that. Do you know mm. what I mean? Imagine, like we're struggling, we're struggling to explain, like the the, the bits of Mad Max. Aye. So he's trying to do it to actors, and they're just like, <clears throat> apparently they're like, who the hell is this guy, man? Like, what is he talking about? But I bet at yeah. the end of it, they were just like, sorry, we're, we're glad we trusted you and all that. Yeah. But, but to be fair, they, what, 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 this is like a hundred and thirty million budget or something. Like that, did it not? It looks, it looks pretty big. It looks pretty big. But I was, I, it was well over a hundred million. They got so like the guys obviously get fucking a, 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 lot, a lot to play with in terms of like he can whatever the fuck he thinks up. He's he's got the budget for it. So it's like uh, so the Hank. Looking back now, obviously, really really horrible for them. Not getting all the people you work with. You're in the middle of the desert and all that kind of stuff. But I think they would they would admit now that it definitely helped with the dynamic between the two of them because yeah. it would probably have kind of mirrored their dynamic in real life because it was filmed in order so as they get on to the kind of later scenes and all yeah, that yeah. they'll be realising yeah. that it's nearly over so they'll probably like each other a bit more <laughs> do you know what I mean aye, and uh, they've both kind of said <clears throat> they've both kind of said now that they they don't hate each other that now and it was just a kind of pressure kind of filming it in the sure desert and all that but I think it, it it definitely helped um, is is I think as well. Like, I I don't quite know uh, too much about the other films. I'm going to sort of or make an allusion to here, but um, I'm not right in saying that 
um, Charlize Theron had like a string of films where she basically didn't look like the utter goddess that she is. Um, it's like she basically has played has played a few characters where it's not like the the standard well she um, she screen beauty type thing. She she, well, she played that Eileen Warnos, yeah, didn't she? That's what she got Oscar for. <clears throat> but there's been others, I believe, as well. She's done it before. Um, and then even this one here, she's the main character. Do you know what I mean? And she's like, she's, she's one of the. I she's one of the best. Like she's absolutely brilliant, man. And ah, she's she's she, she's definitely like up there, and she's well respected, isn't she? Mm-hmm. And uh, Hardy's like, I mean, he's he's made a he's made basically made a living out of these types of roles where he just sort of grunts and looks manly. Um, I don't think he's he's. I don't, not, not to take away from what he's doing, it's perfect for, for this I, film. No, that's what I, mean. I, I don't think... I, I don't want to feel... I, I feel bad saying it, but I don't feel like he's got a massive amount to do. Um, but... What, what it he, works, though. Aye, exactly. I think he, yeah. he's perfectly cast. Um, it's a foil. But see, see, at the same time, I, I think if, if they were to do a follow-up and keep him as Max... And it was more Max centric. I think mm-hmm. he would he would still be great. Pretty much, uh, he's the guy's the guy's amazing. The guy's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think um, he doesn't have a lot to do, but I think like he was he was asking the press he was asking this press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, some kind of journalist guy asked him, um, oh, what's it like to be in a a film? With, with all these women running around to all the heroes oh, and you know and he was just like that uh, he's like do you feel alright about that and he's just like that. yes that's fine <laughs> then he just pure shot the guy down it's cool oh. I don't know what I was saying to Sharon like, yeah, I, I, I don't know um, I don't know, like do you know, go back to social media but do you know uh <laughs> like certain types of people, right? You know, you, can, you know, it's made out like the live, laugh, love thing, right? And all that, right? You get that with Facebook mums, don't you? Like occupation, full time mum, and all that kind of stuff, right? And usually get their kids' names and tons of stars and all that, and the usual. Well, you also get this, the same sort of um, telltale signs um, with certain unsavoury characters, like for example, Andy that's got um, a picture of like a lion. And some sort of quote about loyalty on it is probably a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that? Like, but also Tom Hardy makes his way onto all these things for some reason as well. It always like it's like you, you have these sort of fucking guys that think they're mental and they have like a picture of Tom Hardy and it will say some quote that he's pro- that's probably never left his mouth ever. Right. But it's some generic sort of macho bullshit. Do you know what I mean? But Tom Hardy seems to be the one for some reason. They've all got it. It's like I don't realize he's so fucking wise. It's, it's, it's been loads of different people for a while. It was like you'd have folk with kind of fight club stuff all over their profiles, <laughs> not not understanding what the film was about, clearly. Um, exactly, yeah, yeah. That, that just happens. But I do love the kind Tony of Montana. quotes. Uh, it'll be like a picture of Tom Hardy and Mad Max, and it'll be like, I have a dream. Tom Tom Hardy, 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying the... The, the new Karl Marx quotes that are coming out as well recently <laughs> new ones what's he been did for brand new aye. do you know he's the one the other day it was um, um, my evil plan is to have footballers kneel before the start of games <laughs> I mean I, I thought I thought I thought Nostradamus was good 
We've done quite well to not to politicise the show thus far, so uh, let's keep it that way. Um, aye, so Shall moving swiftly on. Um, <laughs> moving swiftly on, Ross. Okay, great. Take us forward. Let's go. We're going forward. Um, so I think MD listening that was maybe hoping there was going to be any kind of arguments or anything, <laughs> any hot takes or anything controversial said is going to be very disappointed. Um, we'll go and we'll, we'll do our ratings. Um, I think this has got the potential to be quite a high scorer. So let's right. go to Martin first. Oh, I don't know why I go first. Um... Well, fuck off. That's not very nice, is it? You fuck off. <laughs> it's my squabbles, aye, it's, very good. It's my segment, and I'm in charge. So, <laughs> fucking gear yeah. score and shut up. Well, uh, what is it? Which is it? Gear score or shut up? Sit, uh, sit, score sit down and shut up. Then shut up. Right. Um, I, I've, I, I've, um, I saw the uh, the first few Mad Max films, Mel Gibson ones. When I was really, really wee, and I couldn't honestly couldn't tell you anything about them nowadays. <laughs> so I was like, really when I found out like there was gonna be a new Mad Max film coming out, I was like, all right, fair do I didn't figure I would go and see it in the pictures. Saw the trailer for it, and I was like, I'll get a go. And I came out there thinking that was one of the best experiences I've ever ever had at the pictures. It was absolutely. I would love to have seen amazing. it in the cinema, man. I'm gutted I didn't. And I just I can't. I can I was going to, I was kind of going over my head whether or not to say this right, mm. but I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. I think Mad Max is a good barometer for people who know what they're talking about, whether they like this or no. Ask someone if they like Mad Max, and if they say no, cut the conversation short about films. Do you mean Fury Road? Say. Aye. Do you mean this, Mad Max Fury Road? Well, that's the fucking film we're doing, isn't it? Dishbag. Well, you just said Mad. You know, you just said Mad Max, though. So I wasn't sure if you. I, I thought you maybe I, meant the whole, uh, the the whole uh, series. But still I, I, Buzz, just see that bit I said. There's not going to be any confrontation. Just cut that out. Aye. Aye. Clearly, clearly, I was wrong. Obviously, I mean, Fury. Well, no, we never said. Like, <coughs> we never said there wasn't going to be any bickering. <laughs> so bickering's um, different. It's one of the greatest action films ever. Um, <clears throat> I can't give it a 10 because we've already said that our 10s are our favourite films and it, it, for, for that reason it can't be a 10 mm. uh, so I'm going to go for a 9.5 but if we hadn't gave them a 10 and we were just, <laughs> just doing this based on the film I would think it's that good and it's I will never ever get tired of watching Mad Max Fury Road Fair play um, am I up next? Hey, you're next, Buzz. What um, do you think? I'll, I'll give, I mean, I'll, I'll just give it a nine, but not not because I, I feel as if I can't give it a ten, because um, there, there's going to be films that I rate ten out of ten. It's just that my favourite ten happens to be 2001. It's just like, you know, mm-hmm. I think um, obviously we could go down the road of like, uh, for action films, it's this. For action films, it's a fucking 15 out of ten. It's like, it's... Um, Hold on, you talking about Mad Max Fury Road here, aye? I never described it as Mad Max, though. You're a dick. Fucking one, then. Fucking one, then. Um, so, aye, like, action's, action film's such a broad term, obviously, like, 
but I think we all know what it means really, don't we? It's like it's stunts, it's it's explosions, it's set pieces, it's the whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that in mind, I get a nine. I get a nine as a film, as an action film. If I could, I would give it more than ten out of ten because <clears throat> I'm pretty hard to please when it comes to um, that side of things. But this is just like just ticks all the boxes, no complaints, and then it just does it so well that it's um, it's visually fucking unreal. It's unbelievable. It looks unlike anything else. Um, it's epic. It's Aye. it's fast. It's like it's dynamic. Um, it's visceral. You feel like you're there. You know, if, I'd imagine if you've seen it in like the cinema, or whatever, you'd feel like the place is vibrating. Um, as well as that, you know, let's say the universe is so detailed and so well thought out, and they've went to town on the production. Um, that aye, it's just it's it's spectacular. Um, but I'll give it a nine. But that doesn't. Even, please don't think that I'm. You know, um, <laughs> uh, you know, no gain at a ten for any particular reason. It's just that. Aye, it's for an action film. It's, it's a ten out of ten, but for me, nine. Roscoe, yeah. uh, I think I think the way you use rate films, the way I think the way each of us are rating them is kind of we've got our own wee methodology for it. Mine's Aye, is true. mine's is kind of different again for the two years, um, and I'll get to my score at the end. I think considering that uh, the last Mad Max before this, I think it was out in the eighties with Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond the Thunderdome. That's the um, one. So, in in all that time, he's been away for action films. He's been making films like Babe and Happy Feet. Oh, that's right. I wouldn't even mention yeah. this one. The fact that this guy directed Happy Feet and fucking Babe Pig in the side. George Mal. Hi. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Well, there you go. So that's amazing. Well, he's uh, like doing happy feet and stuff like that he's he's re- on the side he's doing storyboards for Furiosa Aye. blowing cars up in the desert um, <laughs> but I, it's just I, I think it's one of those films you hear about it goes into kind of production hell and for this one I think it's been a, a help rather than a hindrance Every, Aye, everything's when um, he, he's been able to lay everything out and just plan everything so methodically. I mean, you take like the whole Max strapped to the car, and then the fight he has, and then all this the stuff with him. Oh, he's going to blow Nux's hand off with a shotgun, but it doesn't work, so he has to drag yeah. him. And it's just it's all so well planned. It's so compact. There's not. It doesn't yep. need to spend any time explaining anything detailed to you. Aye, exactly. Aye, aye, aye. It's a simple story, so you don't need. To, you can just literally focus on the action and just plug in. there's so much of it. It's insane. I, I said before, I've, I've no idea how they filmed some of this, especially in the desert. Um, mm-hmm. It's, aye, I think all the performances are great. Um, it's, it's just a shame that there's, I mean, 2015 that came out and there's not been one since. So hopefully, hopefully this prequel, It'll be in the works, aye. hopefully this prequel comes soon. It must have done well at the box office, surely. Apparently, it was only a moderate success because of the size of its aye. budget. Mm-hmm. It did turn well, a profit, but it was aye. only a moderate success. And then there was a lot of behind-the-scenes um, mm. arguments about money and stuff like that with George Miller sure. in the studio. So that's kind of delayed things. But I think things are back in track now. Um, so I, I, I think it's it's pretty much the perfect action film. 
Um, yeah. You can see why it's it's one of the most well thought of films of the the twenty first century, um, and I agree completely. So I'm I'm going to do what you two cowards weren't willing to do, and I'll get a ten. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Right. I feel bad now. No, I'll save I'll save the, the next ten out. You, sh- you should feel ashamed uh, of yourself. Uh, Martin's as... ten has been saved for the water boy. Uh, you, sh- you should feel ashamed of yourself anyway, <laughs> using half points on an out of ten scale. A nine and a half. Mate, it's my scale, so... No, you've got <clears> a few <throat> of them, haven't you? <laughs> that makes no sense. Scales. Why so would I have more than one? Turn your reptile. Oh, I thought you were calling me fat. <clears throat> Is that you broke all the other ones? <laughs> that would have been smart. Aye. Aye. It's, it's a weird joke. Aye, Aye. right, nice. Mm. Move on. Hey, <laughs> right, Roscoe, um, keep me on it here. So um, I believe you've got uh, a wee I'm Smarticus for us. Aye, me, me again with I'm Smarticus. D- difficult this time. I, I will point out that the last time uh, Martin was Smarticus, Mm-hmm. I'm Spartacus. Right. So that, that's currently uh, you are Spartacus. Right. Eh? I would do we'll do it that way, and then I don't need to keep a running tally because I will forget. But currently Martin is Spartacus, but that could all change. <laughs> so mm-hmm. this this week is a bit more difficult because, as we've said, there's not much in the way of plot. We all had a laugh about the names, and I know everybody would laugh at that. So I can't really say. Oh, what, what was the Reggie plate on that car that exploded? <laughs> so. <laughs> So we're just gonna we're gonna keep it as an action category. I'm just gonna completely go a different way. So I've got here ten action names, the hero names, right? I'm mm-hmm. gonna read them out to you. I want you to tell me the film. Right? Easy. If he's get stuck, I'll give you the actor and then it'll drop to half a point. Right? First answer's your final answer. Right. First one to answer right gets the point. Oh, well, we're, we're, we're dealing with something that's got lag here on the internet, so... <laughs> Excuses are not ready. Aye, getting them in already. Right, he's ready. Yep. Yep. Okay, first one up. Remember, name the film. John Spartan. Uh, uh, Commando. Oh. Nah, Buzz is up. Oh, um. Uh, come, uh, <sighs> you're out, Buzz. You can't answer again. Oh, God. Right, come on, Martin. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call time. Is it Demolition Man? It's Demolition Man. Ah, oh, Demolition <laughs> Man. Right, that's 1-0 to Martin. Right. Number two. Harry Tasker. True lies. Right, it's 2 to Martin. Right. Uh, number three. Frank Ducks. Don't know that one. Now, you both look like you're struggling. If he's one, I can give you the name of the actor. Uh, he's won the name uh, of the actor. Right. Yep. Van Damme. Time Cop. Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Well, sorry, that's two and a half. What was it, Frank? What? Fra- Frank Ducks. Ducks. D U X. <laughs> Frank. Fucking Frank. Uh, Frank Ducks. Frank Drebin, more like. <laughs> right, next one. 
John Matrix. Commando. Commando. Oh, I think Martin just got there. Oh. That's a Serian buzz. Right. I fucking definitely got that. This, this, I don't know if this one was maybe through you a wee bit. Pete Mitchell. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so is that EastEnders the movie? The fuck's <laughs> so does it, he must get called Mitch or something on it then. Is it done the expendables? Right, Baz is out. I'll take the, the actor then, please. Nah. <laughs> nah. What? Hello? Nah, I'll let you have a, a guess at the film because that's just. I was going to say before Barry shouted that 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 like don't shout out if he's want the actor, which he would have done. So. Um. And if I Pete Mitchell is is Mitch anything to do with it? No. Nah. If I tell if I tell you who the actor was, you'd get it anyway. So there's no point in that. Pete Mitchell. Nah, go for it. Tom Cruise and Top Gun. Oh, God. oh, for fuck's sake. Right. Next, next one's easy. Um, or it should be. Brian Mills. Uh, taken. Yep. Oh, God. Right. Baz, I think you're just looking for uh, consolation points here now. I'm just, I'm not quick enough. I knew all these, just not quick enough. Right. Next one. Jack Traven. Speed. Yep. Didn't know that one. Yeah. I'm too good, man. Right. This this one you should both recognise. Uh, Johnny Rico. Starship Troopers. Uh, Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Se- second last one. Mason Storm. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Right. Was that um okay, I've just gotta take a guess here because I know I'm gonna freeze myself out. Is it Universal Soldier? No. Mason Storm? He's the actor for that one, but we won't include it in the points. Uh, Steven Seagal. Oh fuck, I don't know. Um oh, Under Siege. No. Under Siege. Oh, what's the other one? Hard to kill. I had to. Never think that. Right. And last one, which is a, a particularly great name Memphis Reigns. That is going in 60 seconds. Yep. Oh, there you go. There you go. Right, you smashed that one, Martin. Aye. So, whitewash. This week again, you get to say I'm fucking Smarticus. <laughs> <laughs> what was a. Uh, is it fucking Memphis Reigns? Memphis Reigns. I've never heard that before. Aye. Is that gone in oh gone in sixty six is that Nicholas Cage, aye, I take aye. it? Aye. Oh fuck, of course. His name's Randall, but it's called Memphis. <laughs> Randall Reigns. Do you know I also one of my other favourite for that was fucking uh, the the fact that Steven Seagal, because like he owns the production company that makes all his films and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he did back then. But you can just imagine him like sitting in the writers' room or something, and they're trying to come up with a name for this accent, this, this character, and he's just come in with like his notepad, we have we have fucking bookies pen, what? Like got some ideas here, guys. Mason Storm. Uh, right, Stephen, now can you please leave the writers' room? 
Uh, it just I love that in Wales, Steve. Max Power may as well be. Baz, are you right. doing yours? No, it's kind of it's kind of been covered. We spoke. I was going to do a wee quiz on like the names of the, like just three or four wee questions about the names of the vehicles and that. But I just blurted them out, so I kind of fucked it. <laughs> oh, well, there you um, go. Uh, aye, so aye, that's that. <laughs> so we, we all love the anyway. Film. And aye, absolutely brilliant. I mean, Martin Smarticus again. Um, I'll try my best to to uh, thwart that the next time. Um, but aye. Mad Max Fury Road. Um, just watch it, honestly. Want, just watch I, it. Just I, watch I, it. I, I, it's talking it's about one of the best. Can't explain. Uh, what is Shanghai? Buzz. I she loved it. I absolutely, absolutely. loved it. Um, it's just like, like you say, it's, you don't know any. You don't know any. Prepare yourself for much other than just like the wildest. It's not even two hours. It's like an hour fifty right. of of cinema that you'll ever watch, possibly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's why I said to you guys like. I, I avoided from uh, I refrained from using the kind of superlatives uh, during this, but like I think it could well be possibly the greatest all-out action movie that's ever been made. Um, it's it's mental and watch as much behind-the-scenes stuff as you can go into YouTube and like there's hours of it, man. It's so cool looking at how these guys, these really talented guys, you know, all these designers, yeah, all these mechanics, all these people who took basically these crazy things that Miller imagined and just brought them to life. Um, like by just the most ridiculous engineering, basically, um, that in itself is is fascinating. Like I said to uh, I said to Baz the other night about he's good lady watching it. I'm genuinely jealous of people who could potentially be watching us for the first time. Mm. Because it's I, I love films blind. like that. I you're you're just jealous of folk watching it again. But then then again, do you know how that, that just makes you want to watch it though again? Uh, 100%, I was I was buzzing to watch it again. Aye. Oh, it's brilliant, man. Nice one. Right, guys. Uh, been a pleasure as always. Um, I'm sure we'll be back soon for another one. Take it easy. Till the next time. Cheerio. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started <laughs> 